This is Neon and Beyond, and you have come to the right place to get up close and personal as we continue this morning for you and by you. So thank you for coming along. I'm your host, Steph McKenzie. As we wrap things up this morning, we're coming off of the heels in January of Sex Trafficking Awareness Month. But it's more than a month. This goes deeper and it goes much longer. And I would be safe to say forever. And this morning, Liz Ortenberger, the CEO from Safe Nest, is joining us as we kind of continue this and bringing awareness to this and how we can all jump in and a cool program that they have recently unveiled. So, Liz, good morning and thank you for taking the time. Good morning, and thanks for having me. I really appreciate it. Of course, if you'd like to find out more information on SafeNest and all the wonderful programs that they have and how their great training continues, you can also check that out. It's safenest.org. But Liz, before we begin, kind of give us a little bit about SafeNest and where you are and what you guys do here in Clark County in Nevada. Yeah. So Safe Nest has been around since 1977. We serve primarily Clark County, but but have uh, been serving more parts of the state recently than um, than we had in the past. And we are an agency dedicated to ending the epidemic of domestic violence and its intersections with sex trafficking and sexual violence. Absolutely. And you know, something I did learn, which is crazy to me from the research, that 83% of the victims, perpetrators, or both have had contact with criminal justice, victim assistance, the healthcare agencies all combined in the year prior to homicide, indicating multiple opportunities for prevention through risk assessment training and the intervention. And that right there is pretty, pretty big. And you guys have launched the Human Trafficking and Domestic Violence First Responder Training, which that hotline, I'm sure, has just added to the already great work that you do. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, and, you know, the startling thing about that stat is is only 4% of women who, um, in the 12 months before they're mur- murdered, will reach out to an agency like SafeNest. Wow. So that sort of is the foundation of why we do this first responder training, um, why we work so closely with Metro, is we know there's going to be an intersection, much more likely to be an intersection with the justice system or the healthcare system than there is with us. And so we have to make sure that we're in those places so that those responders know, here's the resources and support I can give to a survivor so that they can um, have access to those resources. Well, and I saw a news clip that you guys had done that Las Vegas Fire and Rescue is pretty much the first on the scene. Is that correct? So they can be. Yeah, it just it depends on the type of call, right? But what happens a lot of times in domestic violence is the um the call will be a medical call because there's an unwillingness for um a survivor and I we all understand the reasons why to call um 911 and say I have been abused. It's more I call 911 and I need medical help. So there is a lot of times that firefighters are first on the scene, and then uh, if they suspect any signs of abuse, they're then calling uh, Metro to to respond behind them. Um, but oftentimes that that abuse is never known to that firefighter. Right. And so this training is is really about understanding the signs, but also understanding that this is a pervasive pervasive epidemic that exists in many of the clients and, 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 and patients that they will work with. So how is information just available? 
because they might be the only spark of hope that someone may have in that spiral down towards lethality. And so let's make sure that they have access to the resources um, that, that available. And how has so, that training you. been going? It's been, it was fantastic. We wrapped it up last week. We did uh, 68 separate sessions of training uh, along with the, met, with the fire department trainer and, and my trainers in the room. And, you know, a lot of great questions, a lot of um, great uh, folks trying to understand the space because I think sometimes we take for granted we're in this space every day, so we sort of understand all of the reasons why somebody who's being trafficked may not want to reach out directly to a firefighter and say, hey, I, I need help, I'm being trafficked, right? So when we can get in and su- support folks understanding and learning about the space, it's a win-win situation for our community. Absolutely. And then what about this hotline chat that you guys have? Yeah, so we um, we have um, we have for a while had a chat program on our hotline, um, so folks can text or chat. What's fantastic about that is sometimes it is the five minutes in the bathroom when your abuser and that abuser may be in the form of your husband or your wife or a pimp, whatever the label is that they have. You may only have a very short period of time, and it's got to be nonverbal. And so this allows so that sort of like that that way for folks to get in on that chat line. Yes, yeah. And yep. that number, can you give us that number for everyone yeah. listening? Uh 702-646-4981. It is the same as our hotline number. You can call or text that. And if you'd like to chat, you can go to safenest.org and open the chat button. And give us that number again. 702 702- Six four six four nine eight one, and through the whole pandemic and even prior to the pandemic and going and already in twenty twenty two, what are we seeing? So what we're seeing, and and there is some, there's a win in here. We're seeing um, an increase in volume of domestic violence calls. Uh, we will likely see an increase in trafficking correlating with large events coming to the town, but then just our, I mean, we are uh, Las Vegas, right? So there's a certain amount of demand for sex trafficking um, and and for uh, all of the things that that involves. So we're going to see that increase as the strip comes back to life and, and, and we see more visitors and all those kinds of things. But what we have not seen is an increase in homicides. And that is an exciting uh, data point for me to share because we can sort of start to directly correlate that drop in homicides with our partnership with Metro where we're responding alongside officers on domestic violence 911 calls. And that is getting some, starting to get some national attention, which is exciting. But I'm so excited for our community because this is like, how do we do this work in a a way that's working for survivors, right? That's the the group we want to make sure that we're we're helping. Well, and I want to just point out, first of all, this morning we're talking with Liz Ortenberger, the CEO from Safe Nest, coming off the heels of Sex Trafficking Awareness Month, which of course, like I said in the beginning, this is something that is forever and we're trying to, we've we've already stated it's something that won't ever 100% go away, but try and curtail it, help, stop it before it gets out of hand, stop it before the homicides, which Liz just shared with us is is on the the low end, right? We're, we're going yep. down and not up, which is an amazing statistic to share this morning. But yeah, of course, this is just something that if you need this help, I really want to stress this. If you are listening this morning, if you need this help, 
If you know someone that is in this situation, there are resources and there is help. Right, Liz? Absolutely. And, you know, I I will say on the sex trafficking um, front as well, the thing that we need to curb is children being trafficked. Children at, at younger ages being being um, initiated into that system because it takes a child six to eight weeks to bond trauma bond is the the formal label with their abuser with their with the, with the person who will traffic them that's and that's scary. a lifetime of being trafficked after that you know many folks is, escape it or leave it at, in in their thirties and forties. But what we need as a community is a uniformed approach and an all-hands-on-deck approach in our school systems to make sure that young people understand what healthy relationships look like and that parents understand and, and those of us that work with youth understand what the signs are of a child who could be going into that trafficking world um, because it is, it, it is way too prevalent. Child sex trafficking is way too prevalent, and there, there are answers in the space if we all come together. Absolutely. And it it just comes right back to see something, say something, right? Take a deep breath, assess the situation. And of course, the text 24-7 domestic violence hotline is available all the time. It's 702-646-4981. Again, that's 702-646-4981. Or you can check out safeness.org. The resources are there and I can't stress that enough. So please just be aware if you need the help, the help is there for you. And everyone at SafeNest just does an amazing job and is always there for all of us. And Liz, thank you for your continued work and jumping in and helping everybody because it is a big collaboration. Yes, thank you. I appreciate you always giving us a microphone to, to share what we're doing. And um, we're always looking for volunteers. So if anyone's interested out there, SafeNest.org is also the place to get that information. Awesome. Liz Ortenberger, the CEO from SafeNest. Thank you so much. Have a beautiful day and we will chat soon. Thanks. You too. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye.